A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Bradley Wiggins Show by Eurosport, in association with LACA. Bicycle insurance powered by the community. Yep, we're in the van. With ever Mount Stevens, sidekick. Yeah, and we we're just uh, we finished the stage of the Tourmalet, couple of hours drive on the way back. We thought we'd give a bit of insight into life on the road with the digital team. I mean, this literally is life on the road because we're alive and we're on a road um, moving along at speed. We've been in the car for about an hour and a half. I drove off the Tourmalet, picked you up. You were having a chat with Pascal Lino, weren't you? I was having Pascal. Yes, I was having a chat with Pascal Lino because. Um, quite a few people got delayed coming off the mountain because the president was there, wasn't he? He was. Jacques uh, Chirac, he was on top of the mountain and no one could get off the mountain, could they? Yeah, people were a little bit annoyed with Jacques, actually, and uh, the general attitude up there. But no, it delayed us a little bit, but thankfully we did pick you up. I nearly drove straight past you because I didn't have my glasses on and I thought you were a, a Welsh hooligan. <laughs> I was doing my partridge, Dan, Dan! Piece, and you didn't recognise me or no. you didn't get it. You've never you, watched Partridge. You, you, well, I've watched a lot of Partridge, but I didn't realise that my name was Dan. Anyway, you've obviously had a bit of absence, been away from the tour, Brad. What was your first day on the moto like in the, in the high mountains? It was good, actually. I mean, it was, a, it was a great stage to come back to, you know, with the stomach, the Tourmalet, and going over the Soulor. It was, I mean, it was spectacular views today in the Pyrenees, but I actually saw a lot more of the racing than I did on the flat stages because we're constantly passing people that are getting dropped. So particularly on the Soulor, you know, I was pretty much could touch Keller Buen. You know, he was uh, asking me how I was and saw Steve coming. Steve couldn't talk much when he asked him. <laughs> Viviani was one of the first ones dropped on, on there. So it was good, actually. You know, you see a lot of the racing. I, I was quite close to Bardet when he got dropped with his yep. team. The descent was quite exhilarating and um, coming back to that front group. And, and once they're climbing, obviously the speeds are a lot slower. So once we come past those groups... You just see a lot of the action. You can see a lot of the guys' faces up close. Yeah. It's almost like being back in the bunch. Yeah, and you're clearly loving it. You speak so an- animatedly about it. Well, it's it. just brilliant. I mean, it's such a privilege to be so close to the guys, you know, and obviously you're so used to coming into this world of sort of TV world um, and being at the finish in those media villages and seeing everything on the screens, but to be up that close on the motorbikes, it's it's been superb and, and a great addition, I think, to the coverage. No, definitely, and uh, as is your... Your jackets, I mean, you had a cracking one on today, didn't you? I mean, have you, have you got a few more surprises? I haven't looked into your, I haven't rummaged around in no, your kit bag like I did last week. Uh, I might have one. I've got a King Kenny jacket. My son's King bringing Kenny. it out next oh, week. Oh, right, okay. An, eight, an 89 Anfield version when they lost the league to uh, Arsenal. Arsenal, you know, Arsenal. That, is it Ian Wright? It. Ian Wright, wasn't it? No, Ian Wright wasn't at Arsenal then, Matt. Wasn't he? No. Oh, no, 79. No, sorry. No, Michael I've, Thomas. I've, I've, I've skipped goal. forward about a decade. <laughs> I'll, I'll shut up but, about uh, football. It was the, no, it's a grey and red with candy on it. Brilliant. I know the kit, yeah, I know the kit. Of course you do. I do, I'm a Liverpool supporter. <laughs> anyway, what a, what, a, what a stage, yeah. Amazing, wasn't it? Pino won the stage, Philippe was second. And unfortunately we lost G, didn't we, towards the end there, which was a bit of a shame. But one thing I said on telly was he lost. He limited his losses really well, G. Uh, he didn't try and go with that first acceleration. And I, he said afterwards on the TV that there came that point he didn't try to go with the acceleration he just wanted a time trial to the summit really and I think he did that is it the end of G now do you think he's going to fall away even further or do you think that it was a bad day it's a difficult one isn't it he uh, he said at the, in the same interview I mean and he was really gracious in the interview I think it's worth pointing out he was he had dope control he had to wait around he was warming down in between the dope control van on the side of the tourmalade and another car mm. you know with a swanier 
you know, the, the kind of romance of the tour, it, it just stripped away. And But he, he came and gave an interview to the, the Assembled Press Corps, and he was very gracious, you know, and it's, there's still a long way to go, but he said he, was, he didn't feel great from the start, yeah. but, but hung on. But um, he is a fighter, and this race isn't over yet, is it? But no. I, think he, I think he's going to be relieved to get to the rest day. He is. I mean, he is a gracious guy. He's, he's very honest, G, and I think... It's funny you should say that, though, about the kind of, you know, the, the, the romance of the tour and warming down in between two cars, but we're so spoilt now. The riders are so spoilt with the buses and the kind of... The trucks, especially at Ineos, you know, in terms of the, the, the restaurant they have and everything like that, where it wasn't that long ago. I obviously did the podcast last weekend with Sean Yates, and he was talking about getting changed on the back of a car, putting his shoes on stuff, no buses, no camping yeah. cars and the riders are almost sport these days that when they have to warm down in between two cars it's almost deemed as a as a you know not a luxury anymore yeah yeah no definitely and there was you know the Tour de France the, the riders the actual team buses are about 6k from the summit of the Tourmay luckily the weather was good but they were riding down and the Tour de France organisers for anybody who hasn't experienced anything like this the riders put on the gilets you know, fresh under jersey, fresh jersey. It's still relatively warm, but the tour organisers gave them whistles for the general public to move out of the way as they're descending back down. It's, so it's, is that from the organisation, is it? Or yeah. is that the riders' teams uh, that make those choices? Tour de France. Tour de France gave all the I riders official whistles. I see Simon Yates coming down with a, with a whistle. Yeah, so they've got like, a, like a, the yellow Tour de France yeah. lanyard we all got, but rather than a, an identity pass on it, it a whistle. It makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It does uh, make sense. But I think that's the beautiful thing about how... These riders go to the top, they're racing all day long, and then they're riding back to the buses amongst the general public. I mean, what other sport can you do that in? And that's, again, it's just another angle of the sport that, you know, unless you come to a race like this, you won't see. No, and also, but the void is also getting bigger, isn't it, between the, the, the start, certainly now, you know, the public don't have access to the kind of whole thing where the buses are now yeah. and things. Where Especially at the tour, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think that... That gap's getting bigger now between the public and that, that void anyway. Um, but in other areas, it's unavoidable, isn't it? Like the descents now where the riders simply have to get back to the buses, which is, is quicker than... A lot of people don't realise they can't get these buses all the way to the summit no. finishes, can they? No, it's a really... And the top of the tourmalade, as you know, there's not a lot there. There's no. a, it's essentially a dirt, a, a dirt lay-by, a monument at the top, and then you drop straight down the other side, so not a lot of infrastructure. There's a two-zone techniques, one at the top, one at the bottom. But as we hit, we've got another tough stage tomorrow, Brad. I mean, what are your, like, really, what are your thoughts? F- firstly, on uh, the way Alaphilippe has ridden, because it's incredible, great victory for Pino, but Alaphilippe looked in control, didn't he? I heard uh, reports early on he didn't look that good on the stage. But I said on TV, on transmission after the stage, that Alaphilippe isn't the type of guy to sit there all day like a froom, like a G kind of just be in control and, and kind of ride within himself he almost needs to be in the hurt locker yeah. to get the best out of himself because yeah. he's a fighter he's like a Gilbert mould someone like that and the harder it is the better he seems to go um, and I at this stage I mean it seems crazy to even imagine it or think it or say it that a week from now could we still see him in yellow because he's got two minutes on G Two and a half, is it, on the next one then? He's got two, Best four, three yeah. up to fifth place. I mean, Yeah, I mean, Bernal's come, bounced back a little bit, three minutes. You've got Bookman, who rode, mm. you, you p- picked out earlier on when we were chatting, he's riding really well. Aran still at 4.24, four yeah. Enric Mass down at 5.38. He's got a nice cushion. I, I guess after tomorrow, depending what happens with G, whether, he, whether he, it is a bad day for him after yesterday's time trial, Ineos have got a decision to make it going into next week in terms of whether they go for Bernal or, or yeah. G, really. And that decision may come from G himself yep. if he's not um, feeling up to it. it get, the, the race gets higher, doesn't it? And Bernal comes into his own, um, certainly coming from Colombia and the altitude he comes from. He didn't have a great time, so he lost a lot of time. But today he looked really good, actually, on yep. those. And I think 
Bernal will keep this level and the rest of the race will fall away. Now, I said also on transmission today where the G stays at this level now and keeps time trialling to the summit of these things and the rest of the race fall away. I mean, if Alaphilippe has a bad day and takes a packet, G's yeah. back in yellow. He is. So it's not all over yet for G. No, it's not. It's going to be, it's going to be an exciting few days and uh, again, the rest day is going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be key. I, I, I personally think Alaphilippe is going to ride into the rest day in yellow, personally. Yeah. But... The fascinating thing before we wrap up this short podcast, Brad, is the fact for the first time in many years now, the Tour de France is in this kind of, it's exciting, it's very, very exciting. It's in this like, unknown state. We've never seen Ineos or Sky in a position like this so deep into a Grand Tour, the Tour de France. We've never seen Alaphilippe riding like this. We've never really seen G on the back foot. We've got Egan Bernal riding into uncharted territory. If Kreuzreich stays where he is, it's going to the first time he's finished on the podium. It's fascinating, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's wide open. There's no one team either that no. looks strong enough. Because we've become so accustomed to Sky, Ineos taking control of the race. I mean, they lost guys early on today, very early. Kwiatowski yeah. on the Solor. Wout Powers on the foot of the Tourmalet. I mean, rumour has it that Wout Powers had the two Bob bits a few days ago. Right. Um, so, you know, there was some talk as well from Orla in transmission that, you know, is G about to contract the two Bob bits? And that's why he's felt weak today, really. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it almost seems amazing now with the sort of marginal gains, the kitchen truck, the restaurant they have, you know, that that, that, that could still happen. But, you know, hopefully it doesn't for G. Um, Jumbo looked, they looked the best on the last climb, really. Movistar took it up at the foot of the climb, then lost their leaders. Yep. FDJ took it up earlier in the day, setting it up for Pino, but we're very short on numbers aside from one guy on the final. So there is no one team that, like, we've become accustomed to over many years, not only with US Postal, but, you know, kind of Sky in recent years really sitting on the front. So it, 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 what it leaves for us is an amazingly open race the next few weeks. It certainly does. Or next week, at least. It's going to be, it's going to be cracking, mate. But uh, briefly, we'll wrap it up. Uh, what's your favourite snack in the van? Uh, the barbecue Pringles were pretty good. And you've gone for a jumbo-sized Jumbo yacht. strawberry yacht. I tell you what. You've gone for the Innocent Smoothie, man. I've gone for the Innocent Smoothie, trying to keep it healthy. I uh, had a big ride today, but uh, yeah, we've got a lot more snacks to go through over the next uh, part of the tour. But Brad, there we go. Let's do it. The Bradley Wiggins Show by Eurosport in association with Lacquer. Bicycle insurance powered by the community. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.